Hey, this that Eastside Johnny Big Redemption like. No, I'm talking about. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way. Welcome, everyone. Episode 51 of Off Topic. We have a ton to get to today. We have a bunch of NBA free agency. We have an interview with MHL championship contenders, um, Ryan Richlack, CJ Hall, and Kyle Shannonberg. And then we will be reviewing Space Jam, the original Space Jam versus the remake of Space Jam. So, Get ready for a long one today. Let's get right into NBA news. We'll start with the Chicago Bulls. They acquired Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, DeMar DeRozan. I only put Tony Bradley in here because he's from <laughs> North Carolina. Yeah. Um, so this begs the question that everybody wants to know, Nick, are the Bulls back? Uh, absolutely, the Bulls are back full on. Yeah, I agree. They are. They are. Like, they, their starting lineup is going to be Lonzo, Levine, Demar, Patrick Williams, and Vucevic, mm-hmm. and then off the bench is going to be Caruso, Kobe White, and if Lowry Markin it doesn't go anywhere, Lowry. Yeah, so I I think the Bulls will get like the five, four, or five seed this year. That's what I was thinking. I honest, well, I think like the five to ten seed is wide open in the East. Like yeah, it I would guess. Is, I would like, guess the Bulls would get the five. Like just thinking off the top of my head right mm-hmm. now. But like I, the Bulls, they they look really good. Yeah. Um. The Lonzo Ball move is being investigated by the <laughs> NBA for tampering. And let me let me say, when I first saw this, I was not excited. But I was like, you know what? I'm glad somebody else is getting punished. But <laughs> I wish yeah. it wasn't the Bulls, and I wish it was the Lakers. Yeah, because they're the most blatant fucking tamper. LeBron's like the all all time goat of tampering. But for some reason, the NBA is just going to investigate Lonzo and um, Kyle Lowry. Um, I bet you the Lowry one goes through and I bet you the Lonzo one doesn't. Like, I bet you we get fined for tampering and then the heat won't. I just don't know. That's my guess. I just don't know, like, what the base like. What allegation? Like who? Who just was like, "Hey, they tampered." Yeah, like it was fucking I, Woj. That's who it was. I know. This is why Liam and I have a fucking hate for Woj. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. Like, if you're gonna say these two teams tampered, and we can go all the way back to the Milwaukee Bucks being fined for tampering, like every single one of these moves that we are going to talk about today. We're all decided on before the league year started. Yeah. So in essence, every single move is tampering. I just I don't understand when it becomes tampering and when it doesn't. And it's like I just I don't know. Like Caruso was signed before Lonzo. Yeah. So shouldn't Caruso be the one tampered with, not Lonzo? Westbrook signed with the fucking Lakers two weeks before the fucking league year started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like so my I I think both of these will go through. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. 
But then that makes me wonder what was the difference between this one and the Bucks? Like, if these both go through, what did the Bucks do differently that they got so much? Like they they got find a pick and a player taken away. So like it, like I just I don't know what the grounds are for tampering in the NBA because they don't seem to be very consistent. Yeah, I it just it just doesn't make sense to me at all because LeBron has tampered his entire career. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single where he's gone, like you said, he has recruited players. Yeah, um, and I just like, why isn't it allowed? Like, who cares? Like, yeah, for real, who does care? Is it because they think all oh, these players are just gonna sign with a different team, so they're not going to care? Well, these are all like sign and trade deals. So, like, like at the end of the day, it's up to the organ- it's up to the organization. Like, yeah. Let's say the organization hates LeBron. They don't have to do anything he says if they don't want to. Like, obviously yeah. they will, but like in principle, they don't have to. So like, let mm-hmm. if, if fucking, like, I remember a couple years ago, Giannis got in trouble for telling AD when the Pelicans were there to like, Hey, come to the bucks. Like as a joke, like they saw each other in the locker or in the like mm-hmm. hallway. It's like, dude, who cares? Let Giannis say that. Why did I'm sure AD is going to make up his own mind. Like, a player saying, Hey, I want you to come. Isn't going to make him be like, well, now I have to like, I I just don't get, I don't think anybody should be punished for it, but if you are going to punish people, can we please do something about the Lakers? That's my only complaint. Yeah. I, I think, I don't think that tampering should be a thing to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, But since it is, then the Lakers have to be punished. They just have to be. Yeah. I think, I think there are other measures in place uh, that, tampering has no need in the nba like do you, like ian you were talking about how like all these players can like team up on a team i'm pretty sure there's a salary cap in place for that reason like mm-hmm. you, you're not gonna be able to sign five like all the whole first team nba on the same team just because of the salary cap like, yeah i know tampering just makes zero sense so yeah it's, yeah uh, i it, but... it doesn't make sense but it is interesting that every single one of these tampering moves for the past two years have been on sign and trades. What makes sign and trades so much more different than like a Russell Westbrook being traded to the Lakers? Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? What's the difference? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. But all that being said, I am very happy with the Bulls offseason so far. Yeah, you're lucky that you're a White Sox fan because like the Cubs like died so that the bulls could be reborn. I know. I got um, real lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um well, Jerry next, Reinsdorf owns the Bulls and the White Sox, so I mean he literally just gave up. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, so yeah. he's on the top of the world right now. Yep. Besides that his wife died like a month ago. Rest oh, in peace. That might put a damper <laughs> on your world. Sorry. Well, so he just spending all of his money. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> um moving on to the bucks um biggest news was bobby resigned um I, I kind of after he declined i kind of figured we'd still get him back um yeah. so i was really happy about that um pj tucker we'll talk about everything in detail i'm just gonna run through it pj tucker went to miami Bryn forbes went to the spurs and then the bucks acquired rodney hood semi uh fuck ola fuck Olige, Olige, something like yeah, that. Yeah, semi Olige. Um, George Hill came back, and then the Bucks turned <laughs> that thirty-first pick into Grayson Allen, 
Um, <laughs> which let's we'll start talk, there. We'll let's start it. there. Let's start there. Okay, sure. Okay. Look, I mean, elf in the room. I'm. I'm. I. <laughs> there is no. Seriously, there's no player in college basketball history that I hate more than Grayson Allen. I hate him. I hate his guts. I hate that he he is a dirty motherfucking player, and you can't like. I mean, it's not even like an argument. Like he is. He is just dirty yeah. plays all over the place. With that being said, I think this is a good move for the Bucks because I think he's really good. He's a player that uh, he shoots well. He's super athletic. He's gotten better every year of his career. It's he's only going into his like his fourth season, and I think what we traded for him, um, Sam Merrill, and then those two second rounders, I think it was worth it. I 100% agree. I have said this many times. I will never forgive that man for being in the way of Wisconsin winning a national championship in 2015. He outwited out Wisconsin. I know. I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> but he did it. But with that being said, the Bucs got an absolute steal in this trade. This is like a highway robbery. Yeah. I mean, Grayson Allen's on a rookie contract. He's got one year left. You gave up Sam Morrell, the 60th pick in last year's draft, and two second rounders. I mean, for a guy who averages, I think it's like 10, 4, and 2 a game, or it might be 10, 4, and 3. I mean, his percentage is three point percentage. I think it's around 39%. So it obviously fits what the Bucks are doing when you have him, Pat, and Dante filling in that two spot. It's, it's a pretty good team. Like, so originally I I was kind I didn't really like our free agency but upon like uh re-looking re at everything other than losing PJ I kind of love everything we did like Rodney you guys Hood didn't lose any players that played besides PJ Yeah and like I don't think Rodney Hood or semi whatever are going to play that much when you look at like our bench like we we have we we don't have to worry about Jeff Teague anymore we have George Hill who's a proven backup um, I'm not the biggest fan of George Hill because when he left Milwaukee, he liked a bunch of tweets about how Giannis sucks and that they'll never win a championship with him. And now he's back mm -hmm. after we just won a championship. But um, like he's he's obviously he was good for us last year. Remember he shot like 50 percent from three. Yeah, he's a good he's a really good veteran backup guard. Yeah, so it's gonna be nice to have him when Drew's off the floor. Um, our two spot, like you said, now that we have Grayson Allen, Dante, and Pat. Our three spot, I think Jordan Wara is going to be massive there because he I had a fantastic say, Olympics. He's a per thirty six god, as we've discussed before. <laughs> and then resigning Bobby, should play more. I think he will this year. Bud just mm -hmm. like notoriously doesn't play rookies that much. Yeah, um, but I think he will this year. And then Bobby, obviously. Um, and then we still have Brooke. So I like our off season quite a bit. Um, and actually, I, I read that like the. Semi Olaje has held Giannis to like his career low in points every time that he's guarded Giannis. So he's a great defender, mm -hmm. which he obviously does not bring the same heart as PJ Tucker, but he's a great defender. So I'm happy with that. But um, yeah, losing PJ sucked, and it sounded like he wanted to stay. And yeah, the Bucks definitely just had no like interest in resigning him, which kind of made no sense to me because they had his bird rights, which means they yeah. rarely even had to pay him anything. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't a tax thing. Yeah, I it well, I also read it was kind of a tax thing because that move would have pushed him over the luxury tax. And in turn, the two year fit they could have offered him two year twenty million dollars, which mm -hmm. I'm 
not going to say that they shouldn't have because I think they should have like re- done anything to resign PJ because it wouldn't have counted against the cap. Yeah. But it would have pushed them into the luxury tax. That's what it that, was. Yeah. Okay. That, right. That's just an issue of whether the owners want to pay that or not. And I don't really understand the owners not wanting to pay that. I mean, you have the honest. You're coming off your first championship since 1971. Like, but you have to do everything you can to get back to that point. And I, PJ was so instrumental in this postseason run that I, I don't understand how you can just let him leave for a discounted value. And, and especially to Miami. Yeah, to anybody. like hmm. Miami yeah. sucked. I, I hated seeing that. But uh, I, I do agree. I love the Bucks offseason. I think they got better this offseason than they were last year. So I agree. I, mean, I think they did too. Getting Bobby back big time. Love to see that. Losing PJ hurt. Bryn Forbes losing him doesn't really hurt that much. You can have shooters step all. in there. I, I know the Rodney Hood signing might go a little bit under the radar, but he can shoot the three really well. And the man's like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, can guard like guards. I do want to see how he's coming off. I think it's like a torn Achilles he's coming off. Of yeah, he had, he's had it down two years. But before that, he was like career averaging like 15 points per game. Yeah. So we'll Semi, see if he can bounce back. Semi Ojale. I remember him playing against us when he was on Boston. He kind of seems like a younger version of PJ. He's not going to do much offensively, but defensively, he's like a gnat attached mm-hmm. to you. And George Hill. I mean... It's always good to have a veteran presence in the locker room. That's not um, Jeff Teague. That's not Jeff Teague. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Jeff Teague. Yeah. Um, but I'm not expecting George Hill to do anything good, but having him behind Drew Holiday is pretty good. Plus, you mentioned Jordan Nuora. I mean, kid's going to break out, I think. Yeah. Do you guys think that Bobby's going to start now, or is it going to be Dante, and then Bobby will just be six fan? I think, I think it'll, it'll be... be- Go ahead. Oh, I th- I think it'll be I think I don't think Dante will be healthy enough to start uh, beginning of the season. So I bet you Grayson Allen starts. Oh, that's actually start the season, yeah. and then Bobby's Bobby's coming for six man of the year. You guys are gonna have a really good bench. Yeah, you really are because if you're gonna have you're gonna have Bobby, Pat, Semi, George Hill, and Rodney Hood coming off the bench. And Grayson Allen once Dante comes back. And, yeah, and Grayson Allen once Dante comes back. That's another five guys. That's another like five like good, good guys. Yeah, and, like I like I definitely think we had a great off. Like I mean, John Horse, man, he just every time I start to like have an inkling of doubt, he just fucks me, and I love it <laughs> because <laughs> he just. <laughs> <laughs> he just every time I start to like doubt a little bit, he just like like this Grayson Allen move. Like again, like I even tweeted the Michael Scott no gift because I yeah. I hate Grayson Allen. I really do, but he's good and he's gonna help the team. Yeah, and I'm that, willing that's to put thing. that aside. That's the thing. These Wisconsin sports fans are like, God damn it! I got a root for Grayson Allen now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the the one thing I will not stand is that. Everybody, it seems like all the Wisconsin sports fans ripped this move initially because they associate Grayson Allen with being a bad person, which then in their minds turned him into being a bad basketball player, and that's not how it works. Hate to break it to you guys. He is a pretty good basketball player. Yeah, but he's a fuck, and there's no denying that. But 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 he's a good basketball player. So, 
Okay, now there's a ton of stuff. So I'm just going to run through it. If you guys have anything to say, just stop me. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Butler gets the max extension. Duncan Robinson was extensin- extended. Kyle Lowry went to Miami. Victor Oladipo went back to Miami. I was kind of hoping we had signed him before Grayson that's Allen, too. to be honest. Um, Lakers, they fucking, they got old. <laughs> I wanted to, yeah, I was going to say, I want to talk about that. Um, yeah. The, Lake, the Lakers are old as fuck. Yeah, they acquired Westbrook, obviously, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, Trevor Reza, Dwight Howard, Kent Bazemore, and Wayne Ellington. And their average team age now is 32. Every player on that list except for Westbrook is not going to play. I mean, they're they're gonna have to play one actually I guess so two of those guys are gonna have to start. Because they got rid of everybody else. You know, I Uh, think I like who who are they gonna start? So it's gonna be Obviously, LeBron, AD, Westbrook, Ariza, and Dwight. No, I think Taylor or Marcus Tucker. Hall. Yeah, think, Horton Tucker. You think he's going to start? THC? I think he'll. Yeah. Um, but I do agree. One of these guys is going to have to start. And the Lakers are closer to being in a retirement home than being in college. So it, it I mean, it just makes me wonder in a full 82 game season, like, are they just going to try to not play any of these guys until the playoffs? Because every single one of them is going to be dead by the time the playoffs yeah. playoffs come around. Like, the, like are, this past year, I feel like the Lakers they got too tired and they or they sat their guys so they could be ready for the playoffs, but then they had to play in the playing game because they sucked. Yeah. Um, and like Liam and I talked about it last week. You obviously weren't here. I, I don't yeah, know I how listened. good I the listened. Lakers listened. are going yeah. to be. Like they still, yeah, they have they have some shooters now, but like how good? Like Wayne Ellington, he's a North Carolina guy. I love him. He was on the here. Here's how old this team is. Wayne Ellington was on the North Carolina championship team in 2010 or yeah. nine. Excuse me. That's yeah. how fucking old that he is. And like they have some shooters, but again, like how effective are they going to be when they're literally pushing 40 years old? Some of these guys, uh, well, like I like you guys said last week, um, how are how is Westbrook and LeBron gonna like how are they gonna work together on the floor? They can't, like, are they gonna just play like it's the fucking Olympics and they saw, just yeah. iso every fucking time? I saw a tweet that was like, who's stopping this lineup? And it was the Lakers. And somebody commented a two, three zone. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it is. Because literally their starting lineup will not be able to shoot a three. No way. No way. They the only, bet. the only like young guy in this team that I think has a bright, fu- a decently bright future is Malik. THT. Oh, okay. THT too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I meant like of the new guys. Yep. Yep. Um, I think Malik Monk's pretty good. Mm-hmm. he's athletic he can shoot he's young um but everybody yeah like look i'm i'm fully oh. expecting the lakers to go win a championship because that's just what's going to happen because the nba is rigged but at the same time this just this is just like setting up for an absolute implosion wait but before we move on from the lakers i'm watching a g league game right now and they just pulled up the offseason additions we forgot to mention there's two other old guys uh, Mello and Kent Bazemore. Yeah, oh, uh, Kent Bazemore's Bazemore on, here. on But yeah, Mello. Oh, fuck. fuck, how did I forget Carmelo? Duh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But like, again, he's good, like, but how long can he last? Well, Mello obviously is a Hall of Famer, but... Oh, yeah, of course. 
of course he is one of the great scorers this the league has seen, but he's too old now. He just is. Yeah, like how like again, I get the question all season is gonna be how long will these guys be able to last playing 82 games and then the playoffs? Like, unless they have some super plan for rest, but I bet you, I bet you this blows up at the trade deadline. They get yeah. rid of everybody. I yeah, and they're they're gonna sign like bigger players somehow and then this was like the year when Dwayne Wade went to the Cavs and like so, Derrick Rose went to the Cavs mm-hmm. and they traded them all away because they were horrible and they were all fucking old. Yeah. So the Lakers right now do not have one player on their roster who they drafted. Yeah, LeBron James is the longest tenured Laker on the team. I don't like I don't care what you think. This absolutely hurts LeBron's legacy. It a hundred percent does. He had to buy every single team that he that he's played on. He has besides his first Cavs team. Mm-hmm. He has. No, I'm with. I, I agree. LeBron created the first super team. Pretty much. Yeah, he did. He did. So like, oh yeah, all all these teams need to create these super teams to beat LeBron. That's because LeBron has bought every single fucking super team. Like he. Every single team that he's been on, except for that first Cavs team, was a super team. You know, you know what we can say now? Every offseason acquisition was all just to beat Giannis. It was. Oh, a- yeah. Absolutely <laughs> it was. Right, right now, we can, we get to say that. Everything Be- the Lakers and Nets have done in Miami, it's just they're just trying to beat Giannis. Trying to stop, stop- that, little, that little Greek motherfucker. Yeah, who's stopping that dude who's going to drop 50 points in a game six? Who? <laughs> Dwight Howard guarding Giannis. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Carmelo wow. Garden Giannis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So. Fuck fuck the Lakers. I hope they yeah. I hope this blows up in their face. Mm-hmm. Um next we have CP3 staying in Phoenix. I love this move. I'm super yep. happy for him and Suns fans. Um I wasn't really surprised with this. Neither was I. Um Trey Young, Lou Williams, and John Collins were all extended or given new contracts. Um, I think that's really good for Atlanta. I think Atlanta's going to be mm-hmm. like a top three team in the East this year. Yep. Steph Curry was extended. Patty Mills to the Nets. This is a massive addition for the, the Nets. Good actually. pick up by the Nets. Yeah. Um, Kemba to the Knicks. I think that's pretty good for the Knicks. Spencer Dinwiddie to the Wizards, which Liam, you talked about a little bit last week. I I, I like this a lot. I think Spencer Dinwiddie's a good player. Him, um, and, Beal, him and Beal could be good together. Yeah. I bet you Spencer Dinwiddie is easier to play with than Russell Westbrook for Bradley Beal. So, yep. Um, Julius Randle was extended. Iguodala went back to the Warriors. Reggie Jackson stays with LA. Kawhi also resigned. And then most recently, Kevin Durant was extended in Brooklyn. How, how do you two feel about Julius Randle getting extended? I I mean I'm okay with it. I don't think he's going to be as good as he was last year. Like there's no yeah, way. Yeah, neither do I. But because... I mean, it's like if you're the Knicks, you kind of have to do that just in case mm-hmm. he is like an MVP candidate the next five years. Because if you yeah. let him walk and then he produces like he did this last year, the Knicks would look like fucking idiots like, again. Well, the thing is, he's improved a lot every single year. Mm-hmm. So like he could he could get even better. I wouldn't be surprised. He kind of. In a in a bit of a way, he's kind he kind of took the Giannis route, like gotten better and better and better. Finally makes the playoffs, 
and well, obviously Giannis was better in the playoffs his first year, but mm-hmm. like Randall sucked against Atlanta. Like he yeah. was, like he was hurtful to that team when he was on the floor. Yeah, he shot like two for eleven every game. <laughs> yeah, he stunk. Um, so like obviously you just hope that his game translates to the playoffs mm-hmm. moving forward. But yeah, I feel like obviously it's it's risky in my opinion, but I feel like you had to do it if you were the Knicks. And cardiac Kemba's back at MSG. Yeah. Um I think I like I like this for Kemba just because I mean he just kind of got thrown to the dirt and went to OKC, which is like the you're right, he the did. NBA. So this like I don't think he's like the great player that he used to be in Charlotte, but I mean I think he'll he's him and Rose splitting minutes will be I good. Think, I think court. it's good. I think the Knicks are gonna be good again, top four again. Ooh, I wouldn't go top four. I think Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Net, uh, Hawks, and Heat, and maybe the Bulls will all be better than the Knicks. Well, I think the East is going to be really good. I think the Sixers are going to be like the seventh seed. And the yeah. Sixers have uh, well, an MVP candidate. If they team. keep Ben Simmons, yeah, they will. Because Ben Simmons, <laughs> dude, I, I am a Ben Simmons hater. Um, what have the Celtics been doing this whole fucking offseason? Like they're just everybody around them is getting better and they're just not doing anything. They're saying that they have interest in all their old players. They have interest in Jeff Green and Isaiah Thomas and all these people. It's yeah, like, that's what I saw too. <laughs> they're going back to fucking 2016 when LeBron swept them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what they're doing, but you know, I mean, I, they're they barely made it, the playoffs last year. You think they want to make some moves? I know, but it's just they're not. So. That, I think that's all we got for NBA news. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of it. I love fucking NBA offseason. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of NFL news. Lee, I, Liam, you put this in here? I put this in. I you put did? This in. Jags yep. are shopping. CJ Henderson? Yep. I don't know uh, why. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Urban Meyer doesn't like him. But... He, was our, he was the ninth overall pick last year. Yeah, I know. But the Jags And he was good. And he was good. In the NFL. He was good though. He was not bad. He was not bad. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like, I feel like our, I don't know. I feel like we need to keep our young defensive players because I feel like this might just be wishful thinking, but I feel like our offense is like going to be okay. Like, um, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm, gl- I'm glad that you said okay. Because I mean, well, I mean if still you think Jags, about it, because they're still the Jags. I like, yeah, I agree. But James Robinson was a top three rookie of the year candidate last year. Trevor Lawrence oh, obviously could be really good. And then we have some receivers. Um, who, but last Shark. year they just didn't have a quarterback. Shark, um, Chenault. Chenault, and then Marvin, Marvin Jones now from the Lions is at the yep. Jags. So, like, and Tebow, obviously. <laughs> I think he, I, dude, I think he's gonna make the team. Dude, his over under this year for touchdowns is set at like 0.5. I would fucking murder that over. Yeah, there's no it, way he doesn't yeah. score well, at least one touchdown. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go about that real quick. <laughs> yeah, seriously, there's no way Irvin Meyer doesn't drop a play for Tebow at least one time. I think he's going to make the team. I really do. Because all of I've heard is positive things out of camp that he's, like, good. I bet you, I bet you he's going to make the team. Um, MLB news. Uh, 
before we get to what we have written down, I things are setting up for there's a chance the Brewers and White Sox could both make the World Series hypothetically. Obviously, there's a lot of baseball left. Uh-huh. A lot of things could happen. The playoffs are a different animal, but I mean, there's an argument the Brewers are the best team in the NL, and there's an argument the White Sox are the best team in the AL right now. Yeah, yeah, right now it is looking. If it is a Brewers White Sox World Series, Ian, <laughs> oh my God, that house would that house would be wild, dude. The, the house would shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I think the White Sox definitely have a better chance making the World Series than the Brewers do, but it would be really cool. See, I, I think I might have changed my opinion on the Brewers about crashing and burning. Like they literally are not showing not the slightest sign of slowing down right now. They're playing the best team in baseball, the giants. So it's fine that the, if they lose two and out you know, of three, well, they, I watched they, the games. They could have swept. They made yes. so many dumb fucking Avi yes. Garcia dropped a yeah. pop up to win mm-hmm. the game yesterday. And then today uh, fucking Eduardo Escobar forgot to touch second on his way going back to first. And he would have been on second with one out. It's like, mm-hmm. fucking, what are we doing, guys? And then also we have like 14 players that are either injured or on the COVID list. So, like, we're still competing with the Giants, and we could have beat them. Um, and But, yeah, like, the Brewers are good. I don't think there's any denying it anymore. But the Reds yeah. are right there. They're sticking around. They're Where sticking, are the Reds? They're five games back, I believe. Yeah. But um, they're, they're not going away easy. Uh, and – uh, White Sox news. Luis Robert is coming back tomorrow, Monday. Is he really? Yes. So big. And then Grandall's going to be back in the next two weeks. Like we're not even fully healthy, and we are twenty games over five hundred and have an eleven game lead in the AL Central. Yeah, we're also twenty games over five hundred, and we yes, we only have a five game lead though because the Reds are really good. Yeah, the the AL Central is not great. But the NL Central just, outside of the Brewers and Reds is fucking horrible. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. it's it's just nice. I I I would a Brewers White Sox World Series would be ideal. That'd be crazy. Just know I'm not paying rent that month. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to well, I'll have to talk to Ricardo about that. Those are the Um, but in the most important news of the day, um, there was a I don't even know who whose game was it. Uh, Dodgers. Okay, Dodgers game. There was a fan who ran on the field and he uh, ran towards the stands, and uh, one of the ball girls made a tackle that I would dream about my Nebraska Cornhuskers making. Um, <laughs> she shoved this guy so fucking hard and he got absolutely leveled by the like front row of the seats. Like when she shoved him, he just collapped. She shoved him and he left his feet, hit that wall <laughs> and went head over heels into the first row. He got destroyed by her, dude. That was so funny. That was that was an all time tackle right there. I seriously like, I, I I people who like everybody makes fun of Nebraska because of how bad their tackling is. I'm not joking. I seriously <laughs> sign her the fuck up, Scott. Get her on the damn get him get Holy, her in the program. Full ride. I'm Holy so- shit! Did you see it? 
Are you just watching it now? Yeah. <laughs> got, dude, that guy got fucking plowed. Um, yeah, I mean, that was it was abs- all-time hilarious. It was um, awesome. Moment. Was so probably, probably the best day of that girl's life. I mean, she's going to live on that forever. So is, yeah, congratulations a, to her. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Girl um, boss. Olympic, some Olympic news. Team USA won gold in both the men's and women's basketball. I don't think the women's is no surprise. They've won like 80 straight games. The men's was competitive, but um, they pulled it out. And they, they were talking their shit after the game. Um, and I have to say, outside of Kevin Durant, Drew Holiday was the best player on that team. Uh, yeah, no yes. doubt. He's an American well, hero. That's not even a question. I think everyone realizes that. Dude, Evan Fournier is going to have nightmares about Drew Holiday for the rest of his life. I mean, Drew Holiday was just fucking all over that dude, and he could do absolutely nothing. And France was talking a lot of shit before the game. They they claimed that they won before the game even started. The day before, they're like, yeah, it's going to feel good to get our first gold medal. Fuck you. You, you guys realize you're playing Kevin Durant, right? Idiots. Yeah, like – Sorry, Rudy Gobert. You're not guarding KD, idiot. It's like, Jesus Christ, these guys, man. Like, you know, I, the game started at 9.30, so I actually watched it because um, mm. it wasn't, like, ridiculously late like the other ones were. Yeah, congratulations mm. to both of them. Yep. Okay, um, next up, we have our interview with um, our three MHL guys that we talked about. So let's get right into that. Okay, I'd like to welcome to the show three players from the MHL. We have Ryan Rischlack, CJ Hall, and our second recurring guest of the show, Kyle Schanenberg. Um, next week, they will be playing for an MHL championship. Um, Monday so guys, at 7.30. To the show. Oh, don't worry. I'll plug you at the end. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show, guys. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys to be here. Um, unfortunately, Liam and Nick cannot be here, uh, but... I'll hold it down. My first interview, so coming some slack. I'll try to do my best. Um, so let's just start off with just if you guys just want to tell people like what the MHL is and just give us a little background there. Kyle, you get it? Okay, take us one. <laughs> um, so the MHL Mini Hoop League TM trademark. Correct. Um, started like five years ago. Basically, Scuba, Sam Stubnitz, Connor, and I would just go there after school, and Colton, and we would just play two-on-two on an eight-and-a-half-foot hoop, like, every day after school in the spring, and we eventually, like, kind of started keeping stats, and, like, it just grew into, like, three-on-three, and we just got more and more people to join. I guess, like, that's just, like, the quick overview it's an eight and a half foot hoop, 3v3. Regular season is basically pickup games, different teams the whole time. And then July 1st every year is the MHL draft, where there are as many captains as we can get. Usually this year it was 14, 14 captains, and then a uh, 28 person pool off of that to right. draft the teams and now we have made it to the finals yeah so you guys kyle you've obviously been here a lot before to the finals but ryan and cj like do you guys feel like pressure being in your first finals a little bit mostly because 
uh, playing with a two-time champion. It's uh, <laughs> kind of on everyone else if we don't win. So, yeah, right. it's definitely a lot of weight, a lot of weight because Kyle's been here and like he's used to it, but like me and Ryan, like, just gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. So, Kyle, how do you think your experience is like gonna help you then? Because you've been here obviously twice. Is this your third time? Will be my third time. Yes. Yeah. Um, biggest thing is just like mentally sticking with it, like just to like know that you're never out of a game. And I mean, we've shown that as a team, we've had multiple comeback wins. Yeah, like, I mean, just like how how has the road been to the finals so far for you guys? I'll be honest. It is probably the easiest road. Like if we could have handpicked a road out of like the teams going, like I don't know if it could have gotten much better for us. <laughs> Besides last round was pretty difficult, but like first round we got to play Nolan Shirk. Like, yeah, we had to play the MVP and Billy, but no offense to Billy, I've kind of always had his number when it comes to the NHL. Yeah. Billy won MVP and this year? He did, yes. Okay, interesting. Um Actually, Ryan, Ryan can tell you what he's said before every round and how confident he's been. So <laughs> I've had to tame him down a little bit, actually. I, I was feeling pretty good after, um, after the first round, having me, me and Nolan Shirker a pretty good matchup, being the uh, two lowest players in the league. <laughs> but it was nice being able to put up some almost respectable numbers. And uh, after that, got, got definitely got a little tougher, but... Was that a a clean sweep of the first round? Yeah. Okay. We we, we have every series so far. Oh, wow. You guys haven't even played a game three yet. No, Ryan's Ryan's exact quote when last week I asked everyone, or I asked CJ and Ryan what we were doing on Monday. Ryan's response was winning the semis probably. (laughs) I love it. You you know, you got to have that confidence. You got to play a little chip on your shoulder, you know? Being a former uh, Mr. Irrelevant pick of the draft and then winning a championship, I know where he's coming from. So, um, so Kyle, how does this team compare to your previous finals teams? Um, let's see. No, you know, I'm just going to take it. I'm going to take it. Best I've had so far. Boom. Okay. So we're just going to say that. Hurts a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> Um, no, and all honestly, I'd say each one of them has been like pretty. I'd say each one is pretty even. Last year, like size wise, it was just like, like that team. If like you went pound for pound, each final team actually playing each other, like the one last year would probably win just because of size. But mm-hmm. each, each of the three teams that I, that have uh, I've been able to go to the finals with all have like their own niches basically. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then for Ryan and CJ, like what, obviously you guys have played in the MHL before, like in a, in a playoff experience, how different is it playing with Kyle compared to like other players that you've played with? He definitely gives a lot more trust to the other players. He doesn't try and score all the points himself, although he'll still get a majority he he'll respect us to take other to take shots and to do our part for sure but then like when he needs to like he always steps up 
and like hits a solid three or like some big threes or some drive lines and just opens up the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've definitely actually, experienced that many times before. I mean, actually last game, CJ hit the two biggest threes of the game, without a doubt. Oh yeah. And after I told after I told him maybe to stop shooting threes because he hadn't been very good <laughs> from the three point line. That was like uh two years ago when you had Nate on your team and he was just chucking. Yeah. Um but, yeah, we were down eleven and CJ hit back to back threes to cut it to five, which was we don't win without those shots. Uh, good for you, CJ. Thank you. Thank you. Um Ryan, what are your biggest strengths on a basketball court in the MHL? That's a tough one. Um, I mean, my mid-range is pretty good. All right. I, I, I'm okay at defense, but if I'm starting with the ball on top of the key, there's, there's not too much I'm going to do. <laughs> what about you, CJ? Um, I would say I have pretty good hustle, like getting to the ball. And then also uh, defense, like I can kind of get up in people's face and make them jack up a bad shot or make them force something. All right. I'm not going to ask Kyle you about your strengths, but do you think you have any weaknesses in your game? Yeah, I'm sure I have weaknesses. I mean, I can get pretty streaky from three. Um, yeah, but you don't rely on the three, so it's not the worst yes, thing in the world. Um, that's true. Um, um, but besides that, like, I'll there's points where I do lack like a little bit of hustle, okay. Um, defensive wise, like, I just will like not get up on a guy, but that also comes from me. Just like, I'll I mean, you, be you dumb know, and just like decide to conserve my energy at that point. I, I learned from you at a young age in the NHL that you, you don't respect a player until he hits a three in your face. Oh, exactly. So, no, I'm, I'm with you. I know where that's coming from. Um, obviously, you guys are playing Eric's team in the finals, and some may say that this is this is a legacy game for Kyle. Eric's chasing you. He's on your tail. If, if you guys go on to lose, you guys are tied up at two championships apiece. But last time you guys played in a championship, you did get the upper hand. So how, how, how is it different this time? Like, how do you prepare for Eric? Um, we talked last night for a while. Can't disclose any of that information, but yeah, I was gonna say if this released after the after, but it won't. It's gonna come out before, so. But well, that's um, fine. Um, there's just... like there's like no way to stop Eric, really. Like it's like CJ and I were both there last night. Like he was just hitting step back threes and scoop his mouth, and having a step back three hit from like five feet behind the line right in your face is one of the most demoralizing things you could ever go through. So especially on an elite defender, like scuba. Yes. Like I think the like big thing that is like in the MHL that not a lot of people think about is neutralizing the other guys. And I mean, that happens in the NBA too. Like the bucks when they were in the finals, they were just like, okay, like, this game, we'll let Devin Booker score as many points as we want, but we're not going to let everybody else hurt us. And then, like, game six, they're like, okay, Chris Paul, you can score as many points as you want, but we're not going to let everybody else hurt us. And that's, like, a huge thing, I think. Granted, Eric's good enough to score, like, 65 points and beat us. Who's going to be guarding him? All right. 
gesture that the audience will not be able to see but all right bad radio yeah um i guess i guess we could give them the matchups you want i'll get I mean, i'll leave that up to the captain it's not too much of a surprise i don't think so yeah go. that's true okay so it's kyle yeah <laughs> yeah we'll we're going man eric C- cj on his brother ryan on tommy uh tommy big, big, who zimmerman or kuhart kuhart wow tommy kuhart made an mhl final big brother beaver brother finals man um that's just surprised me considering last year he got embarrassed off the court by connor who was his own teammate might i add <laughs> one of my favorite moments of all time in the mhl was tommy just storming off the court because connor just kept telling him how much he sucked <laughs> He's a solid shooter, at least throughout the playoffs. That's what I've heard. I've heard, yeah. he, I've heard from Nick that he uh, just, like, knocks down a lot of shots, just kind of out yeah. of nowhere. Uh, he's not someone you can just ignore. All right. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's in the finals. He's doing something right. right. Um, now that you have the matchup set, would you have rather played Scuba's team? Um, what do you guys think? Uh, I don't know with the height. Because, like, they got some height on us. That would be difficult. But It's rough, but I think I'd rather be guarding Tommy than I might have been on Scuba on their team, I think. Maybe. Unless Kyle, I don't know. Nah, I don't – I didn't put, like, a, a lot of, like, great thought into their matchups for that team, but I think I probably would have started out guarding Scuba, and then it might have changed if okay. CJK was playing well. Right. Yeah. I mean, at least from what I've seen in the past, I guess just for you, Kyle, like Scuba obviously does a better job defending you than Eric. I feel like you can, you'll be able to get yours on Eric. It just comes down to who's going to get the stops on either one of you. Yeah. And I think, like, if you did give me the option, like, I think I'd probably rather play Scuba because who were his other teammates? You just never CJK and Cole Reese. Right. Okay. You just never want to play like the best guy. Yeah. And, like you fair. don't want to go up against like one of the really good players. Not that Scuba isn't a really good player, but he's not like he's not somebody that's going to hurt you from all angles. Like he's going to play really good defense and bang you down on the post, but that's about it. But he's not going to put up 60 points like Eric potentially. Yeah, right. hopefully he doesn't. <laughs> Um, what are your expectations for the finals? How do you think it's going to go? Ryan? I mean, I definitely don't think it's a, it's a bad chance that we win. I can see us coming out strong in the first game. Um, again, though, I wouldn't be too surprised with our first game three because it's going to be a tough matchup. But, um, yeah, that's my two cents on it. CJ, how do you feel? Um, I would say definitely it's going to be a defensive kind of defensive series because we have a pretty high score and they have a pretty high score and then they have two role players and we have two role players. So it's like kind of just going to be a who can stand stronger on defense compared to the other team. All right, Kyle. Uh, well, Ian, as you probably know, I've never gone into a game thinking I'm going to lose. 
Uh, yes, I am well aware. I never will. But, like, doesn't matter what I think. Like, it's still going to be a super tough series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think big matchup will be CJ versus his brother. And who wins that matchup? I think okay. that'll be a big determination of how we do in the series. And you I know, have the utmost confidence in CJ. I'm just going to go off track for a second because I was thinking about the comments that Kyle, you said to me that Steb said to you that we are the worst finals winning team in NHL history. I just was thinking about it and there's, it's just impossible because the team that won the year after that, they both had Nick G. So that's a scratch. You're better than Eric. And at the time, and I was better than Steve at the time you were better than Eric. Yeah. And I was better than Steven. So there's just, I mean, I just, we just were not the worst team. They were. Yeah. That's whatever. No, I think you're right. I thought about that too. Cause like Nick G V Nick G like that's cancel out. The only thing that that team did have going for him is Nick G did not have the game the game two that he had with us. Yeah, I mean that even helps us even more. We played two on three for one of the games. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, I wish he was here so that we could bitch him out. He just fucking that's... didn't want to be there. Game two of the we were up one zero. Game two of the finals, and he fucking quit. <sighs> Couldn't believe it. All right. <laughs> before I get upset. Um, I just have a couple more like game slash questions for you guys before we get going. I just want you, I want your teammates to give your other teammates a player comparison. And I want you to give one for yourself, like an NBA player comparison. So we'll start off with, we'll start off with, with the captain, Ryan, I want you to give CJ one Kyle one, and then give you, give yourself one. It's going to be really disappointing, but I don't watch nearly enough basketball to do that. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, just throw throw out a player. I don't care who it is. You can say Giannis. I don't care. <laughs> All right, cool. So Kyle would be Giannis, and then CJ would be Bobby Porter, because I only know Bucks players. Bobby Portis, but <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Um, CJ, how about you? Um. You know, I would probably give Kyle, like, maybe Devin Booker because he's kind of, like, he's quick okay. with it, um, except he's not much of, like, Kyle's not one to call a foul. Like, he's quick with it, but he, like, he, like, goes and deals with things. And then I would say for Ryan, he's, like, he's, like, our big guy. So I would say probably, like, Brooke Lopez because, like, he can knock down some mid-range shots, but he's also, like, he gets rebounds and does all that. How about for yourself? Oh, for myself? Yeah. Um, dude, I don't even – I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I'm kind of like a role guy. So maybe like uh, Brogdon maybe. Oh, okay. I like that. That's a – Yeah. Not a name I was expecting to hear. I like that though. Yeah. All right, Kyle. All right. Um, Ryan, let's see. All right. We got to get a guy who can shoot mid-rangers, but not quite three-point line hustler. All right, I'll go CJ first, actually. <laughs> okay. um, I'm going to give CJ – I was thinking Ricky Rubio, but I'm going to go Alonzo Ball because you will you'll play hard defense, hustler. You can get hot from three. I like that. I'm a huge Lonzo Ball fan, so that's a yes. That's a I'm a fan of CJ now. Let's see, Ryan. Ryan, I'm giving you Dennis Rodman. 
Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's generous. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Hustler, rebounder. You can shoot way better than Dennis Rodman. Not, not afraid to get in somebody's face, too. That's what I like. Oh, okay. Ryan's got a little fight in him, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. Always got a little fight in him, yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Brody, Brody got Don't be humble. For, um, I'm not going to do the MJ thing. Well, that's because you don't think MJ's the GOAT. Uh, false. I've turned around on that logic. Me too. But Unfortunately. I'd probably go with, like, a, a prime D-Wade is, like, what I like to for my game to like I can I'm not like the greatest shooter in the world but I can get like just really really hot at times okay and I go to, go to the rim pretty hard and I can play good defense when I really want to I like it um throughout the history of the MHL that obviously you guys have all played for a different amount of times but just with the people you've seen and played with who do you think is the most underrated player in MHL history it's a little harder for CJ. He's only been there for two years, but yeah. About your uh, as like your first round pick or like a sleeper second pick. No, just like the most like just like most underrated, like someone who doesn't really like nobody really talks about and kind of like underappreciated, but you think he's just like a solid good player that doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. To be honest, this year I would definitely have to say um, Zach Kirkpatrick. He went really late in the draft, but he's just a tough player. Yeah, I heard from – he was on Brody's team, at, right? Yep. Yeah, and I, Brody told me that he was going to draft Zach because, like, he's really good and people just don't know that he's that good. So I like that. I'd probably say for this year it might be Jake Rockweiler because kind of his first couple of years he really just had size and, like, rebounding and defense going for him. But this last year he really got a good jumper going for him, and we saw that in our second series. Um so now he's putting up points and stopping a lot of people. So he's – I think he probably went later than he could have in the second round. Okay. Um, I'll throw two guys out there. Um, Alex still this year I think is pretty underrated and was last year for sure. Wait, who? Alec Bourbon. Oh, okay, yep. Just because, like, he is – like way more like people think he's got some hops to him and he can actually get buckets like down low in the post, putting some moves together. And then um, Connor P also has like really improved his game because he used to be a guy who could not shoot with a lick, could not go to the rim with a lick, but could play like a little bit of defense. And this year he played a lot more and was able to play defense play really good defense still, but go to the rim, make some moves around the rim to get layups, and also added a little bit of a jump shot. Yeah, I mean, last year, Connor P was just kind of like an assist god. Like, he would yeah. just have like – he'd have like four points, four rebounds, and 15 assists a game. So, I have not seen him play this year. But um, I like the Alec pick because I feel like all the games – all the times I've seen Alec play, he's like a 20-20 and 20 guy. Like, uh, he's good. Yeah, he, Alec is good. So I like that. Um, most overrated. I know I got to do it to you. Don't be afraid to be mean. Okay, mean Billy. Oh man, I think Billy listens to this, so he's gonna love that. <laughs> um, just, honestly, one guy I saw this year that like I thought he was gonna like destroy the league this year, but he didn't do as much as I thought. 
Not saying that he's overrated, like really overrated, but Grady Stem, that's beef. Okay, G Steb. You know, I when Ryan's done, I'll get back to that. Okay, uh, I was gonna say Brody just because he is really good, but like if you're picking uh, just lights out shooter, I think Eric Kyle Billy can all out shoot him in, in a lot of situations, and he doesn't play part of defense, which kind of I mean, he's still really good, obviously, but yeah. All right. Yeah. So going back to G step, I feel like every year G step is like a top five pick. I mean, has he ever made it out of the first round? I feel like he gets bounced every year. I don't think so. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he puts up great numbers, but he's not a winner. So I, I agree with that pick. Um, that's why I, that's I like I Billy. So I don't want to say anything bad about him. I do too. The only reason I picked him is because he just hasn't been able to win. I thought you were going to say no. Colton. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, he's he doesn't play anymore. So otherwise, gotcha. otherwise, yes. Actually, last year he was better than before. Well, I mean, like last year there you can argue that he was the worst player on that team, even though he was oh, totally like Drew Davy was definitely the best player on that team. Yeah. Um, sure. Best teammate you guys have ever played with. I'm going to have to say Kyle, hands down. Kind of figured that was coming. Yeah. Yeah, I can't disagree. That's fair. Kyle, you've been in the league for a long time. You've played with a lot of people, so this is a little harder for you. Um, I'm going to have to go. It's really tough. I'm probably going to have to go with Nate Mearsman. I know you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know who your pick is. Um, you think you know who my pick is? Kind of. Um, well... Like I'll just keep it to strictly playoff teams. Okay, well, then it, maybe never mind. Otherwise, I pick Skua. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, but if we're talking strictly playoffs, yeah, yeah, because that doesn't really like count. But Skuba, Skuba and I used to run a mean pick and roll. Back yeah, I there. know. But um, now, or just playoff teams, I would. No offense, to any of you guys, but probably I would pick Alec just because, like, I could throw oops to him. Yeah. And like he just did like a lot of really nice stuff in the post to take the ball like completely, totally out of my hands sometimes. Yeah, you're not throwing any lobs to me and Nick G, so I don't know. I don't disagree. Um maybe I can throw a lob to Ryan or CJ in the finals. Let's see. It'd be pretty cool, but I wouldn't bet on it. Have have <laughs> either of you caught a, you have not neither of you caught a lob from Kyle yet this playoffs? Nope. Any dunks, CJ and Ryan? I think I've yes. had like one or two dunks, but okay. everybody's everybody's had a dunk. Everybody's oh, yeah. had a dunk. Yeah. Okay. Last thing I got, you guys, I want you to make your MHL dream team. So not necessarily like the best three players, but like the three players who you think would just never lose a game. Cause sometimes the like three best players can't really play together as we've seen in the past. So just give me a dream team. You guys, Mike's right. on the line, and you got to go undefeated. Who, who's your dream team? To be honest, I'm going to take me, Sam, and Kyle because we have the height and the down low, and Sam, we have Kyle who can do just about everything, and then I got, I got the hustle. Okay, I like it. I like so throwing you, yourself in the dream team. That's a, that's a monster yeah. move right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's his life on the line. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, 
See, if it was my life on the line, I definitely wouldn't put myself. I'd go Kyle, <laughs> probably Eric for a third. Yeah, I feel like that's be a pretty that'd be a pretty dominant team. Yeah. Have you played with Eric ever before, Kyle? Even I don't in think a regular so. season. No, I like. I really want to play with him. This I wanted to get like a really like a bunch of guys together, and I wanted to play with Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something I wanted to do. I wanted to play like me. Eric and somebody else against like Scuba, Luke, and like Billy or Buell. But my dream team probably. What do you say, Ryan? You Scuba or Scuba, Eric, and me? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was what I was thinking, but I'll change it. So I would probably go me, Scuba, and. I'll throw Bulo in there. No, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Bulo. sorry, Bulo. Sorry, Bulo. Uh, me, Luke, and Scuba. Yeah, I, I would brother love to, brother. to see a game, a hypothetical game of Kyle, Luke, and Scuba, and Kyle, Eric, and Scuba. I feel like Luke, that Luke and Eric matchup would be awesome. I feel like Luke, I mean, had they did they play each other this year? I don't think so. Because I would but love yeah, to see is, that matchup. Because Luke's just a dog, and he is the Eric, biggest pest. As we've seen, him. gets a little frustrated sometimes. Although he has calmed it down this year, that is for sure. Has he? The past few years, he's really like nothing. Nothing really has made him that mad. Besides the whole Sean and Moog's deal, which I would have been so pissed. Oh about yeah, him. that was that was ridiculous. I mean that it, like literally you almost want to. If they would have won the finals, you almost want to put like an asterisk next to yeah. that team because Moogs and uh, Nick Rockwiler were so fucking dirty, dude. Yeah. But they couldn't even win with basically cheating. So yeah. credit to Eric because he took over. Shout out to shout out to Armand. <laughs> <laughs> wherever Armand is right now. Yeah, wherever he's at. All right, well, look, that's all I got for you guys. Um, So I'm definitely going to be rooting for you guys since you came on the show. Hopefully I'll be able to be there. I have not been to any MHL yet this season, so this is my last chance. But, look, I really appreciate you guys coming on. This was a lot of fun. So um, make sure you follow MHL at Mini Hoop League on Instagram for all the game updates and player profiles, as there was one on CJ today. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. Good luck. Thanks, Ian. Thank you. All right. Thanks again to Ryan, CJ, and Kyle. It was an awesome interview. Good luck. Uh, This will be out the day of the championship. So good luck to them. Hopefully um, people, if they listen to this after Monday, it's a positive result for them. I'm rooting for them big time since they came on the pod. We are all fans of, I don't know what their team name is, but we're all fans of those three guys. Great. Any Any member of the spicy meatballs, we always root for. Of course. Um, you know what? I I have a, I have a bone to pick. We talked about this a little bit in the interview, but I want to get your take on it, Nick and Liam. Um, Mason Stebnitz has told everybody that the Spicy Meatballs were the worst team in MHL history to win a finals. Uh, I would argue that we were the best. I would and... argue that the team that you won with the year after was definitely worse. I was gonna. I was us. just about to say. I was to say, and I would say that my team the year the next year was worse because you 
are the same. So we cancel that yeah. out. Kyle is better than Eric and I am better than Steven. So what are we talking about? Yeah. Like it's a sweep. That is, that's a hot take. That's a scorching take. Mine or Mason's? No, Mason's. Okay. Yeah. No way. We're the worst. No, no I am. No, we're not. I, I mean, think the spice meatballs now would dominate. We have in our starting lineup, we had a two time champion and two Hall of Famers. And yep. one of them is the GOAT. Yeah. And Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I know me. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just a ridiculous take by Mason, but whatever. I, I would love to see all the former champions team up and have to play. Yeah. But obviously. I mean- Obviously, that can happen because Nick would have to play a lot of games, and we all know Nick doesn't have the endurance for that. Dude, I had to play to sub in. I had to play two games, bro. After the first quarter, I was like, "Ooh, yikes, dude! I got to start doing stuff. I'm too. I'm such a lazy piece of shit." Because I was dying. Also, three of the like five championship teams feature Kyle, so yeah, it'd be a little hard to, <laughs> to figure that out. But I would yeah, like I a spicy meatballs versus another champion. Like the champion from fuck. I don't even know when we would do it. Cause Kyle's been in the championship. If Kyle loses this year, then maybe yeah. has Kyle not won a championship. Kyle's won two. No, he's won two. Has he? He won against you with uh, me and yeah, Nick. I, I remember. And then last year, and right? then last year yeah. he won okay. with um like Alec Burbaum and Cole Flickcroft. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to get you guys take on that real quick. Now we have our Space Jam versus Space Jam 2, a new legacy. Um, <laughs> we have our reviews. So before we get into it, let's not talk about spoilers or anything. Let's just like give our like overall thoughts about about both about both films. Um, but like let's not spoil it because it won't work mm-hmm. with what I have planned for us later. So just like an overall review. Um I'll go first. I think I think the most important thing to remember when watching both of these movies is that they're made for kids. Yes, I know. Absolutely. Like That's ma- what I was thinking too. They're made to entertain seven year, seven and eight year olds, you know? So it might be stupid to us, but it's like it's not made for us. Um I, I'm not I can't say which one's better, but I will say during Space Jam a new legacy. I mean, it was the whole entire movie is literally just a commercial for HBO Max. Like the entire movie is just yes. a big commercial. It's all Warner Bros. That's all it's it is. all a big it's commercial a- for Warner Brothers and HBO Max. Um, yeah. Um, both movies, you know, have their, they're very colorful and kid friendly. And I, I, I will say I enjoyed watching both movies. I will say, um, but that's all I'll say for now. Um, which one? Are you so we say? don't want to do spoilers or what we thought of it yet. Not yet, because I have um, a bunch of like categories that we're gonna walk through. Okay, and, so then right. honestly, you, that was fine with what you said because I don't because okay. there's not much more to really say. Right. It's it's a movie. Those are movies made for kids. Yep. Yeah. Um, what you two said. I don't want to dive into my takes real quick because I don't want to spoil anything. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Do you just want to go into the categories? Yes. So what I have is that we have, I just have um like better actor, better visuals, better yada, yada, yada. And I'll keep a tally and whichever one gets more votes, we will declare as the better film. Oh no. Yeah. 
That's how we're doing it. It's fair. I know, I know, but oh, that means oh no. And I have and I have enough. I have enough to where like it'll be fair. Like um, okay. So we'll just start off with who the better actor. We got Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Michael Jordan for sure. Yeah, so it's it's weird because I've seen LeBron and act in other stuff, and he's not bad. But for some reason, this movie he was fucking horrendous. He's terrible. Okay, so I'm not alone. Okay, good because I'm like, dude, this seems it like seemed like too cheesy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, like he's, he's he's acted in other stuff. Yeah, and he's not a terrible actor. No, but I mean, like the the first scene where he's talking to his kids on the basketball yes. court like I just wanted to kill myself like, oh, it was, yes, it was fucking horrible okay. um so yeah I think it's Jordan no yep, doubt same. and mm-hmm. I think Jordan was a horrible actor I think but oh so I was gonna worse. say the same yeah and yeah for just for some reason the way LeBron it's almost like he tried to he overacted yeah he, it was it was too yeah. forced like yep. yeah um next up we have better visuals and easy. this one I'm going to have to give to a new legacy. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. that that that's easy. Yeah. Like I thought like this, I thought that some of the shit they did was cool. And like I said, it was a big commercial for Warner Bros, but I didn't like necessarily hate that. Like when they were going to like the other places, universes, I thought that was kind of cool. Like I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, You guys all agree. Is that a clean sweep? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, so yeah. yeah it is. It's it is. So it's one one. Next up, we have better intro. You guys know both movies start with like a career recap of like Jordan and LeBron. Ooh, both of them ooh. were pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna be biased. I'm gonna say the first Space Jam. I think I might give this one to this a new legacy. I thought the intro was pretty freaking cool. That movie. It was. Don't get me wrong. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, both good, but I thought. The intro of the second one was just that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we'd have to side with Ian on this one. Okay, understandable. Yeah. Next up, we have the entertainment value. For me, it's the first one. Yeah, I'm Liam. What do you think? I, I'm... I'm also leaning towards the first one. Okay, me too. And I, I think the biggest thing is because. The first movie isn't even 90 minutes. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Space Jam, A New Legacy is over two fucking hours long. Yes. Yeah. I, I know. almost shit my fucking pants when they got to halftime of the basketball game and there was like an hour left. I was like, <laughs> what else is going to fucking happen? <laughs> I like, I thought this thing was super entertaining, but it was just way too fucking long. Like, like I said before, these are made for kids. Kids are going to sit through a fucking two hour and 10 minute movie. I know they're yeah, gonna sit there it, for eighty minutes. It definitely felt way too long. It felt like it dragged on way too much. I um, agree. The basketball game was way too freaking. Well, never mind. We'll get to that later. So right now it's two two. Um, next up we have the Monstars versus the Goon Squad. What I, I like the Monstars. Are we with, saying who we likes better? Or who we think is like better playing? Just who who was better in the film? Like, okay. I'm signing with Nick. I think it was the Monstars. I also agree. Okay. Uh, the tall, goofy guy, Sean, was it Sean Bradley who played him, the blue guy? Not Sean Bradley. It was. No. Sean something. Fuck. Fuck. What's his name? Fuck. We got to look, look it up. up. Look it up yeah. real quick. Look oh. it up real quick. 
But like it was, I like I like Charles Barkley a lot. Larry so. Johnson. Yes. Oh, was Sean Bradley Liam? Yeah, Sean Bradley. Oh, you were right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Charles Barkley was in. I thought he was fantastic. I don't know what he gave off. Big Bill Walton vibes. (laughs) I fucking hate Bill Walton, so I would I would go that far. (laughs) But um, so like when Space Jam Two was like being announced, like they were hyping up, you know, Lillard, AD, and Clay. They were in it for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. they were literally in that one scene and then the rest of the time they were the goon squad but like they were like turned into like spiders and shit like they were really <laughs> don't like spiders <laughs> well yeah i have a bad example but i like the the monsters like like barkley and larry johnson and uh Muggsy Muggsy Bogues. Bogues were all like a part of the movie yeah so exactly. i definitely think the monsters um so now it's three to two in favor of the original Space Jam. Next up, we have better humor. Which one do you guys think was funnier? Um, there were some times that like I actually laughed. Yeah, there, during yeah, the second both, one, both had their moments for sure. I know. Um, um, I'm gonna give it to the original Space Jam. I think I am too, because I like that Bill Murray was also in it. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that next yeah. up, actually. Yep, that I was wanting to talk about Bill Murray being in the first one. Okay. I forgot he was in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have the better supporting cast. Uh, so, this, is, this should be an easy one. And it yeah. is easy, because yeah. really the second one just had Don Cheadle yeah. um, as, as Algae Rhythm. <laughs> yeah, I hate I, I hated that to be honest with you. I hated yeah. that his name was fucking LG rhythm. Um, but they like uh who's the the fucking fat guy from Jurassic Park in the first space jam is hilarious, yep. like like a Jordan's assistant. And they like mm-hmm. tried to give LeBron like an assistant, but he had like three lines and none of them were funny. So I feel like the supporting cast definitely goes to the first space jam. And I like I also like how I don't. I this. I don't know. I might be going too much. Actually, I just keep going because. Okay. I don't. Yeah, because we'll talk about it in extent after we yep. get our final verdict. Mm-hmm. Um. Next up is just the better story. Which one had the better plot? I think. I think the first one did. I think the second one was like, kind of, dumb. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. I think the first one had a better story too. Like, um, I not not. I can't say it was more believable, but like. It made more sense in the tune world that these guys wanted to create an amusement park and they wanted to like get more attractions by playing a big basketball game mm-hmm. compared to Algae Rhythm is pissed and he's gonna, he wants, he's gonna kill LeBron's son. And he's gonna <laughs> and he's gonna and he's gonna kill everybody and keep them all in Toon Town if they don't fucking win in this basketball game. I thought Here, that was just stupid. Here's what I'll say. The first one was definitely better, but I thought the second one had the potential to be so much more than it was. Like, I thought the plot, like the potential plot that they had was like, it could have, they could have done so much better. It was just disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I, I also sure. just like how Jordan entered Toon World better than LeBron did. Like it was, he was playing mm-hmm. golf and we all know that like Jordan loved golf. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a, it was just, I don't know. I don't know, but. 
Um, I do want to give quick a shout out to the supporting cast of a new legacy. They did have Ernie Johnson in there, which did earn a little bit of yeah. So yeah, 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 that was good. I love Ernie. Um, I would have loved to see. I also thought uh, the scene where they're in the locker room and they're like, "Yeah, we got Michael Jordan," and then fucking Michael B. Jordan walks in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Friggin', it's just not so. But um, last thing we have. this is going to be, this is just uh try to take something into next season for space jam, a new legacy. They've already lost spoiler, but uh, the better, better basketball game. The first one. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you massively. Like, like not even close. It, it, you know, the first one was so much more realistic too, because Thank they were scoring by twos thing. and threes. Like it's the thing. The first shot, of the second game is worth a thousand fucking points. And LeBron's son's like, oh, skill points, dad. What? Dude, no fucking chance. They were losing 5,000 to zero at halftime and they came back. Like Jordan at least was in the game because they scored yeah. the right way. I, I, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just really, the first one, it's probably nostalgia too. But like it's, but it's a good movie, dude. I like it a lot. It's so entertaining to me. I think that's the nostalgia hit, man. Because like on a I know. basis of movies, because it's, it's, it's not, not a good movie. movie. It's not a they, good movie. Yeah, they can't. Nobody in the movie can fucking act. Like, well, obviously, other than like Bill Murray and and um, like the other supporting cast. Yeah, but like none of the basketball players can. And like the no. concept is too. But it's the nostalgia that it's it's fun. Yeah. So the final score was seven to two in favor of the original Space Jam, which yeah. I think most people would probably have the original as the better film. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, final verdict: the original Space Jam is definitely the better movie, and I don't think it's particularly close. Um, but now that we have that out of the way, if you have any anything else you'd like to say about the movie, spoilers wise, yeah, now's the time. How come Lola Bunny was so ugly in the second one? Like, where are her giant rabbit boobies? Where are they? <laughs> it was thick in the first one yeah. too. Like, where the hell did they go? That that I just I remember on Twitter when the trailer came out and the Lola Bunny first like appeared. <laughs> yeah. How fucking funny Twitter was that day. They were. Uh, I mean this in not a bad way, but they were just modeling her after the voice actor that played her, Zendaya. But I love Zendaya, <laughs> but she's not exactly like Kirby. But, <laughs> but yeah, I that wasn't really a gripe for me. I didn't really care that much. No, I didn't care. It was definitely, it was definitely <laughs> yeah, it was noticeable. I guess it was noticeable. Um, yeah, like I also just, I don't know, for some reason, just seeing like Bugs Bunny and like 3D like didn't do it for me. I kind of liked in the original Space Jam. It was still like 2D. Like I didn't uh, yeah. have to see him in 3D that I didn't need to see that. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like it's like yeah, okay, like it's cool like cuz like obviously animation is a trillion times better now than Yeah, it was. like they were trying to show off, which I get. Mm-hmm. Like um and it looked good, don't get me wrong, but yeah, like yeah. I I I don't know. It's probably nostalgia again. I like just the original looking, like the yeah, looking two D. I think because it, it separates 
the cartoon and the like the live action like the real life i don't know yeah no i get, I get what you're trying to say um i really think the biggest gripe for me was just the length of the second one like it was mm-hmm. so unnecessary for it to be over fucking two hours long like no kids movie is that long every kid's movie is about 90 minutes yeah and that and because that's how long have an attention be. span so mm-hmm. there's a reason that they're made like that yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, I also want to say in the second one, when Granny t- came into the game, that shit turned around fast for the Toon Squad. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you brought up that. I don't know why, but it made me think of this. The fucking rap battle with Porky Pig was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was maybe the best scene of the fucking movie. I-, I mean, that was sick. I was sitting here fucking bobbing my head to that shit. Porky Pig was just fucking roasting algae rhythm. Algorithm had no shot. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, unbelievably stupid. They put a fucking rap battle in the middle of that basketball game, and I loved it. Like it's like I it's supposed to be a kids movie. It's like yeah, of course. Like, it's not made like, for people ugh. our age. I know. So it's like we shouldn't even be like critiquing it as hard as we are but like (laughs) no but i don't think that's fair because every disney and pixar movie is made for kids and they're all really really good actually that that is true they are all made for kids and they are actually like phenomenal they all hold up like every recent pixar movie has been fantastic have we have you have you got you've guys seen a lot of pixar in disney movies right yeah liam i i just rewatched frozen over and over and over. So does that count? Sure. Okay. Uh, I feel like we got to do a tier list of those kind of movies. Ooh. I would love that. Liam, have you seen Tangled? I have. Yeah. It's better oh, than I Frozen. love that. It is. It is. Definitely is. I'll I'll take that to my grave. Tangled is oh, so much better than Frozen. Frozen oh, was not a bad movie by any means, but God damn, it was overhyped. I just like Elsa. That's fair. I love Flynn Rider. That's my oh, boy yeah. from Tangled and the horse, Maximus. And Olaf. I, I like yeah, Olaf. I know, I know you're a sucker for Olaf. I am. Yeah, we definitely, we we definitely got to do. Uh, I can't believe we. I, I am shocked we have not thought of that. Yeah, Dude, <laughs> I, any I, type I, of Pixar Disney ranking. Come on, or guys. Pixar moms. Well, that's not even fair because Mrs. Incredible is walking away with all the fucking all the winnings. I know. Dude, That'd be I a stupid wanna, list. It's like do we do it's like do we do the Pixar ones now or do we do it our next episode? Next episode because with the interview this one's already going to be long as shit. Yeah, that is true. Um but and now we have an idea for next week that okay, people can perfect. look forward to. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um yeah, good. I, yeah, and oh, we're also we're gonna do a Pixar moms to one with that. We're doing two tiers, yeah. two tier lists. Um, that's that's fine. Is <laughs> are there tier lists for Pixar moms? Is that that was the, that one? was the thir- that was the third thing that popped up? <laughs> God, people are so fucking horny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sick. That'll be fun. Um, I yeah. I I have one more thing about the first Space Jam. Sure. I thought I want to give a huge shout out to the Toon Squad. Fantastic defense by them in the second half. They gave up at least 70 points in the first half. And they only, the ending score for the Monstars was 77. So they, they locked I don't know. down, dude. They locked I don't, down. 
I don't know what halftime speech was said or how many watermelons were smashed in that locker room, but God damn it, they played well. You know what it happened was, was, was... It was Mike's secret stuff. What happened was Mike said, turn off the cameras. I'm about to fucking rail <laughs> these guys, and they're going to be so fucking scared of me that they're going to lock their, they're gonna lock up coming to the second half. So I'm sure there's a lot of behind the scenes. Like, I bet you they were terrified. You're right. We're going to need a documentary on what really went on. During <laughs> the that the game. true, the true story of space yep. jam of, <laughs> of the fucking of, of the game. Yep. Yeah, man, that one. would be, that'd be an electric doc. Oh my God. That might be better than the last dance. <laughs> it, it might be. <laughs> what was said at halftime of that game? Cause they no were getting their asses whooped up and down the floor. No one has said anything. Everyone's kept their mouth shut for these 30 years. Great. It's 20, cr- more than five years. It's like 20 years. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Space Jam won better than a new legacy, which I think was a surprise to nobody. Mm-hmm. But anytime we get a chance to shit on Daddy LeBron, I think we got to take it. So yep. absolutely. I don't even I don't even blame him. For completely for the movie, it's just you know like, he secured the bag. Eh. Yeah, because he's because he's aching for money. Yeah, he's <laughs> already a billionaire. Yeah, I'm sure he just needs some more money. Um, I think the overarching plot of the film was that this was just like a secret to Bryce James to be like, hey, if you don't get off those damn video games and start playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking kick your ass because obviously at the beginning of the movie, the kid who was like good at basketball was Bronny. And then the kid yep. who sucked and was kind of fat was Bryce. <laughs> like LeBron didn't make that a secret. Like, and he looks like Bryce too. He did. He, he did. Like, I mean, it could not have been more clear that LeBron was, he made this fucking movie just to tell Bryce to get off his fat ass and quit playing video games. Dude, I you bet better you be a Bron- fucking superstar. And I bet you Bronny's been giving Bryce so much shit about that. He's like, hey, <laughs> yeah. dad, dad thinks you're a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dad, dad hates you. <laughs> I bet you that. I bet you there's a lot of tension in that house. Oh, yeah. And, and plus, Bronny is smoking weed every single night in that house. Yeah. Do you remember when he put that on his Instagram? But LeBron was in the bubble, so he couldn't do anything about yeah. it. That was a wild time. So fucking funny. Never forget the all-time quote of LeBron complaining about people calling his son LeBron Jr. when that's literally what he fucking named him. He's not He's not my son. He's Bronny. Uh, maybe don't name him LeBron James Jr. then, dipshit. Yeah, LeBron said he doesn't uh, want his... He doesn't want people to know that his kid's dad is LeBron. <laughs> well, uh, why did you name him LeBron James? Then? Yeah. Coming into the game, number six, LeBron James Jr. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this kid? He's nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I, I think that's all. Unless you guys have anything, any final thoughts, I think that's all we got. Um, uh, that the Grand Canyon is actually really scary. Oh yeah, I guess off topic. Um, if you can tell us about your, you weren't with us for our fiftieth episode. No, I was you not. Tell us about AZ. Um, it was really, really, really nice, really hot, like really hot, like a hundred and ten every single day. Um, so that was something. 
Um, but the Grand Canyon was definitely my favorite part. Um, yeah. It is beautiful, dude. It's fucking ginormous. It's way bigger than, like, pictures will do justice. I bet. Um, And, dude, it is so high up, Ian. You're afraid of heights, right? No. I am. I, um, I am. I'm, so, I'm not afraid of heights because, like, you're fr- but I'm afraid, you're afraid of, of falling. I'm afraid of looking over ledges. So, yeah, I don't think the Grand Canyon would be for me. Um, You are, Liam, though. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I could not, could not. Like, my dude, like, freaking my brother and sister were just standing at the edge of a fucking cliff that would go. It The Grand Canyon literally goes a mile straight down, 5,000 feet straight down. And they were just standing at the edge like it was nothing. Yeah, dude, fucking thank you. My fucking sister, when we were on our cruise, obviously when we were on a cruise, you're like, you, all the rooms are like on the top of the boat. Yep. So you're super fucking high up. My sister was like leaning over the edge of our, like outside of our door, just being like, look, Ian, just like try to scare me. I'm like, I, I quit fucking around, dude, because like it makes my stomach drop when I see Ava like lean mm-hmm. over the ledge just because of the thought of her fucking falling literally thousand feet into the fucking ocean. It's like, don't do that shit. Even if you're joking, you never know if you might fucking slip. No chance I would ever get close to any of that shit. I Um, didn't even like going on our balcony when we were on our cruise. Like, I don't think I would get anywhere near the fucking ledge of that Grand Canyon. No chance. No, you wouldn't. You would hate it. Uh, Liam, clearly you would too if you're afraid of heights. Um, Yeah, um, would not like it. Although, yeah, I'm I'm not going to say that. Never mind. No, I know what you're gonna die. Um, Damn it, I just got it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like, I I was okay. So like, there's parts where there was like a railing and everything where you were like, so like it was fine. Like there, and I, if there was a railing, I was totally fine with going to the edge and looking. If there wasn't a railing, dude, it's just like the thought of the slightest fucking slip, and I'm dead like scares the shit out of me yeah like that's i think i'm more afraid of fall i'm not really i'm not afraid of heights i'm afraid of falling that's yes. really what it is because like i can do like like giant drop like roller coasters and shit yeah. like that because you're strapped in so i'm not afraid mm-hmm. of like falling free falling to my death mm-hmm. but yeah that's not uh grand Canyon does not sound like i'd love to you know what i'd love to i'd love to fly over it and like like a like a private plane you could so definitely you could you could go because there's a path that like goes around it um that's like not too close like it's it's not like you have plenty of distance between you and the edge so right. you could be fine walking around that but like there are parts where people are literally like their toes are over the edge bro yeah i see those videos all the time yeah. too like people like, have you seen that video like those people like swinging like over the ledge like there's like a yeah swim uh, like, yeah I mean, those uh, people just are fucking animals they want to die. Those people want to die. Seriously, I just they're asking for it. Those people are asking. For <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's like you're asking for trouble. And then I we were walking and it was this family or whatever. And the mom was like, here, let me get a picture of you. And so there was a wall about waist high, and the girl just stands, just goes up and stands on top of the wall. Fuck like shit. and, and and it goes like a thousand feet straight down from where she was. <laughs> and she just got up like it was a, a fucking stair. 
I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. The balls on her must be massive. Dude, I was like, I was like, dude, there's no way. There's no way. If I was to ever go to Arizona, I think I'd also have to go in the winter. Um, I don't think I, I don't think Ian's made for 110 degrees. Yeah, I recommend going to Arizona. I absolutely do, but go in the winter. I have relatives who live there, but I've never. I, I you should go because it's really nice. And uh, on the way to the Grand Canyon, so uh, it's like three and a half ish hours away from Phoenix, where we were staying. Well, we were staying in Glendale, but everything is around Phoenix there. So, um, and halfway there, you have you guys heard the town Flagstaff or the city Flagstaff, Arizona? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of um, it. It literally is like the pole, like almost like the polar opposite from Glendale. Uh, it's mountains, and it looks like you're in Colorado. Oh, like it's really? Just like it's just like evergreen forest. Oh shoot. Dude, it, like it looks awesome, and there it like it snows in the winter. So I would I would like to visit there because there's it seems sick there. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm glad but you yeah, had that, a good time. Yep, I had a really good time. I actually got some tan, which was nice. So yeah, that's another thing. I wouldn't be I would that just wouldn't happen to me. No, I'd be you, burnt you, in like a millisecond. You could not go in the summer. Ian. What was the what was the UV index like? Twelve. Yeah, fuck. That's as high as it goes. Yeah. No, I'm so. I'm I'm well aware of the UV index. It's my worst <laughs> enemy. If it if it's higher than a fucking one, I better stay inside for the day. I'm serious too. I mean, you guys know it's. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy just how fast you burn. I'm Irish, man. Up in the morning, <laughs> Taya. Yeah. Thank you. Um. <laughs> So yeah, um, that's all we got. Um, episode fifty-one is a wrap. Thanks again to our interviewees. Hopefully, next time we do an interview, you guys will be able to be in attendance. Yep. Um, yeah, I, sorry I for missing. To- no, it's no problem. I told you guys before that I didn't mind mm-hmm. doing it myself, so I didn't like feel yeah. like it wasn't like I, you told me you there would was do nothing. It I couldn't really do anything about it. <laughs> I, yeah, I was. <laughs> I will say when I called my mom Wednesday, she was very disappointed that I did not record a podcast while on anesthesia and Percocets. Apparently I was out of it. So yeah, I mean, it's a good thing you weren't there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. um, Thank you guys for listening. As always, we appreciate it. And we'll talk to you all next week. This that Eastside Johnny Big Redemption like. No, I'm talking about. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa.